Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. 90% of the children that we serve are on free and reduced lunch, so that means that their family lives below the poverty level. So um, we do track income and things like that, and we know that it's not always a clear picture of everything, which is why we don't turn children away. We always jokingly say in the office, we, uh, we only give our donors used items. We don't give them to <laughs> our kids. Because <laughs> 40 years is incredible. I mean, that's, that's something to be celebrated and something that the, all of Kansas City should be proud of. All right. You ready? Let's go. From Fox 4 News in Kansas City. Are we rolling? Are we on? Hello. Hello. I'm Nick Vassos. <laughs> this is Signal Hill. Back in 1981, Fox 4 anchor Cynthia Smith, with $1,200 of donations from viewers and employees, started the Fox 4 Love Fund for Children, helping kids on both sides of the state line. It is WDAF's charity of choice. The Love Fund for Children, a 501c3 charity. Allison Summers, the executive director for the Love Fund, as well as Veronica Champion. She is the development coordinator. Join us now on Signal Hill. Welcome to both of you guys. Good to see you. Thanks for having us. The Love Fund, when I came to the station uh, 16, 17 years ago, I started doing events for the Love Fund, and I've had the, the, the great opportunity of meeting some of the families that the Love Fund has, uh, has helped. And um, I, I just, I, I tell you, it, it, it moves you uh, to see uh, a family who's trying to help their kid, and they don't have the resources to do that. And then the Love Fund steps in, and to make something happen like that, it must be rewarding for both of you that see this type of work and do this type of work on a daily basis. What does it mean to you guys? It's a pretty sweet gig. Allison and I say <laughs> all the time, like, we love our jobs. I love coming to work. Um, I get to help a kid every day. Even if I don't directly give something to a child that day, the work that I'm doing is setting us up to helping someone. It's a pretty good feeling. Yeah, I mean, just to put into context, last year we helped a little over 2,100 children. This year, I think our goal is up to 7,000 children. So we are growing exponentially, and it it makes a huge difference. So if you're in the station or you pop by the station, come by on the 15th. We approve beds every day or every 15th of the month um, for 20 kids every month, um, which is amazing. It feels good to know that there's a child that was sleeping on the floor or co-sleeping or didn't have a bed, sleeping on the couch, and now is going to have a bed. And so we partner with... You know, Furniture Mall of Kansas, they do that for us and give the kids a bed, a base, um, a frame, and they set them up with sheets so they can go home that night and sleep in a bed. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, the 15th of the month is definitely a good day to come by our office. We're all smiles on that day. (laughs) Wow. What else are are 
people asking for? Yeah, so the majority of the requests are for clothing and shoes and different things like that. So we serve a variety of, 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 of children in the community. There's 20,000 children living in our community below the poverty level. Um, and so Love Fund is only touching a portion of those, but the majority of the requests are clothing and shoes. But we also get requests like specialty medical equipment. We've had requests for driver's ed. Um, you know, there's really a lot that we there's not a lot that we don't do, um, so sometimes it's easier to touch talk on the spaces that we're not in. You know, mm-hmm. we don't do food, um, we don't do furniture, we don't do conversion vans or things like that. But if it's for a child, um, we definitely are interested in figuring out how we can partner with the family or with other agencies to fulfill that need. Because that's really our mission, is to fulfill unmet needs of children in our community. Whatever they are. Yeah, and, and I'm just I'm guessing that a lot of the resources go to the six-county uh, kind of metro area, both sides of the state line, right? But but the reach of the Love Fund goes well beyond that, right? Absolutely. You're correct. So the majority of our requests are from the six counties um, directly surrounding the Kansas City metro. However, we actually mirror the Fox 4 viewing area, and so we can reach the 37 counties. And honestly, the game changer for us has been Amazon and Walmart. They can deliver. I mean, you can go on there and order something online, and they can get it to Pettis County or... Douglas County or something like that. And so it makes a difference for what we're able to do to be able to use online sites like that. Oh, so you're, you're using those delivery services we to, to help a, families. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys are like this, right? Um, yeah, so we actually partner with Walmart. We use the Independence Walmart right now oh. to do all of our vouchers. So okay. if a family, if a case manager comes across a family or a child that's in need, they can make a referral on their behalf and apply, and then we are able to cut a voucher. Um, if there's something above and beyond what we need to be able to do, we can use Amazon, we can use Walmart.com and go that route. So sometimes we ship it to the case manager, sometimes we ship it here. So if you come by our office, there's a lot of boxes everywhere. Um, but other times we can ship it directly to the family as long as we know the case manager is keeping on track of, mm-hmm. on top of it. Because we definitely don't want something stolen off the porch or not delivered um, because we, we, we know it's filling a need. And so we want to make sure that it gets there. Yeah, those rotten porch pirates. <laughs> I know. So um, it, we don't do a lot of that. Yeah. The majority we like to send the families to Walmart and use the vouchers. So they can pick out exactly, the kids can pick out exactly what they want. There's nothing like walking into a store and being like, I want Paw Patrol like bedding, and I'm really excited about that instead of just like here's gray bedding. Um, so we we prefer that, but we also know sometimes in order to fulfill the need, we just have to do whatever we can. So let's let's talk a little bit about the kids and the types of kids that you guys are helping on a daily basis here, and let's talk about the gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about the the gap and where that occurs in, in helping families. So 90% of the children that we serve are on free and reduced lunch. So that means that their family lives below the poverty level. So um, we do track income and things like that. We know that it's not always a clear picture of everything, Mm -hmm. which is why we don't turn children away. But for the most part, all of our families are kind of living in that underserved population. We also require that they're receiving services elsewhere. So they have like contact with a school counselor, with another agency, a case manager, a social worker, someone like that. Because we know that we are a safety net service and we're meeting that specific need, but we're not pulling them out of their situation, um, which is why we like to make sure that they're partnering and getting services from another organization. Um, But like I said earlier, there's 20,000 children living in our community below the poverty level. So, I mean, what we're doing is, you know, it, it feels very small, mm-hmm. but we know that every little bit makes a difference. So, 
uh, Veronica, give us an give us an idea about maybe some specific uh, examples that you guys have helped a uh, child who falls in that gap. Maybe their maybe their parents. I mean, they do have income, and maybe they make too much, but they can't. They're not qualified to receive assistance for for something from an agency, and that's where the love fund might step in. Yeah, and a lot of our family, I mean, we have families who uh, their their house burned down or was in a flood and they relocated to Kansas City and literally have nothing. That was a case that came across our desk uh, last month. Um, sometimes we have families whose parents are on disability or they had an injury of some kind and they're not able to work at this time. And so that, you know, if you're not anticipating being unable to work for a few months, that can really have an impact on your family's overall health. Um, a lot of basic necessities, a lot of, you know, we don't have hygiene, we don't have clothes. Um, a lot of times we have a wonderful um, partnership with the Kansas City Regional Offices and they'll notice ch- kids in wintertime without coats. And when they go, it's, you know, mom and dad are working part-time jobs all the time and not around and the kids don't have the appropriate clothing for the winter weather. Um, and so we kind of fill in on that gap. You know, if your family's doing everything you can to make ends meet, sometimes you just fall short. And one story that I think about is we had a police officer actually come here during our school supply drive, and she was looking for backpacks, and she had just met a family or some children on kind of her daily route, and she got to know them. And she came here for backpacks, and I said, okay, we're going to do backpacks. I said, if there's anything else that they need, you can apply. And she started, like, telling me that they didn't have hygiene products, the kids didn't shower, that they didn't have socks and shoes and clothes and different things like that. And it's not for lack of their parents trying. It's they were working, but they just were not able to provide those things. When you're making a decision as a parent, do I – pay for rent and food or give my kid new new clothes they were having to make those really tough decisions and so we were able to give them socks and you know hygiene products and then get them a voucher to go to Walmart and purchase some of those items but she had actually come back a couple of days later because she was doing something with the station and I was asking her like you know how did it go and she said well when I gave them the socks they kissed the socks and thanked me for them because they never had new socks that they could use. And these were four boys that were in sports and in school and things like that. And she had just forged this relationship with them and she was she was just astonished that, you know, new socks would make that difference. I mean, new socks to me, I mean, I love new socks, but I don't think I would kiss them and cry. And so we just never really know what a family's going through. And a lot of times, you know, it's your neighbor. It's the kids you go to school with. I mean, mm-hmm. it's people that... It's hard to ask for help, but that's why we're here, is we want to step in and we want to help. Thank goodness for that police officer, too, to see the yes. need and to know where to go and to ask for help and, and came to the Fox World Love Fund. Let's talk about the need and how people how people get the need, um, get what they want uh, if, they're, if they're in need. So how, how does that process work? Do individuals contact you? Does the agency need to call on their behalf to the Fox World Love Fund? Tell us about that. So we work through wonderful youth advocates, and that's social workers, case managers, school counselors, um, doctors, and sometimes police officers. Um, and so it's someone who's intimately familiar with the family and providing some service already. That's that agency piece that we were talking about, who applies on the family's behalf, who applies on behalf of the child. Um, so they contact us. A lot of times they have the application already because certain agencies that we work with all the time just have it on hand but they'll contact us and say hey I have a case that I'd like to apply for can I get an application we email it back and that way we know it's coming and we can be on the lookout for it and make sure that we're touching base with those youth advocates 
Yeah, and you know, sometimes we get phone calls beforehand of, do you guys do this? Do you guys do this? And if anybody has a question, the best thing to do is to reach out to us, and then we can answer all of those. Um, you know, we had a mom in here, was it Tuesday? Tuesday, she came in with her case manager, and we kind of just went through, like, her needs, and we found out she had a three-month-old baby and didn't have a car seat. And we, right now, it's not normal, but right now <laughs> we have a – plethora of car seats waiting for an event that we have this weekend and we walked out to the back shed and got her a car seat because that's just not something that we can have is have a child not have a car seat yeah let's talk about that because that's an important thing i mean car seats uh, you know i think a lot of us parents we take them for granted we go buy them but not everybody has a car seat and that's another way that the love fund uh, helps families and children specifically what are you guys doing this weekend to help families who need some yeah so we're partnering with the Jackson County Sheriff's Department and Safe Kids to do a car seat check at the Jackson County Sheriff Easter Egg Hunt. It's going to be at Grove Park on Saturday from 10 to 1, and kids can come out and do the whole Easter egg hunt thing, but then families can come and get their car seat checked. And so we will have certified checkers there through Safe Kids checking all of the car seats, making sure that they are, you know, they're not expired, that they haven't been in an accident, and that they're registered, and then making sure that since, you know, the laws have changed with kids' weight range has to be in car seats up to a certain pound, which I think I would have been in a car seat to like, high school, but <laughs> right. um, they have to be in car seats or booster seats or things like that, and so we are going to have those available if they need them, and there will be other agencies there with that, and then anybody that, we, if we run out, anybody that doesn't get one that day, they can apply for our services, and we will make sure that they get one. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I've, I, my son was born 11 years ago, and when I first tried getting in the car seat, installing the car seat, it's not an easy thing. No. no. It depends on what kind of car you have, Absolutely. how old your car is. Are you going to use a shoulder harness? How big, how much does your baby weigh? Uh, do you have lap connectors, you know, or the latch system? Uh, I mean, it's... So safely installing it is is a bit of a trick here. I mean, you really have to kind of you know yeah. know what you're doing. So Safe Kids has a it's a national program. They have a whole checklist. They go through it with their technicians and with the families, and then they give recommendations and kind of information on how to then proceed with like making sure that your child is riding safely. I mean, and that's just one piece. I mean, the co-sleeping thing is also a big issue, and so that's why we do beds because you know there's a lot of um, you know children that can die from that mm -hmm. and so you know we try to figure out how we can fill a need and when we met with this organization they said you know car seats is the hardest thing for us to get and it's such a need and so we um you know we lucked into some great funding this year and so we felt like we could put it to good use and really serve our community yeah. who knew car seats expired i don't think yeah. i knew that no I, most people I, don't you know they just get passed from family member to family member. Right. And, you know, for those of you that are listening to this podcast, you know, don't think that you can go online and find something there, right? No. So they actually, we learned this, um, don't buy car seats from Amazon because there's actually like fraudulent car seats out there to buy them from Walmart or Target um, or directly from the manufacturer or Bye Bye Baby or something like that. Go actually into the store to buy the car seat because... There's such a, I guess there's a ring of fake car seats out there. Who knew? Who, who knew? That's an especially rotten person selling fake car seats on it the is. internet. 
Oh, my gosh. Um, all right, let's. Uh, should we talk about some of the fun things, like some of the events that you guys have coming Absolutely. up here? Absolutely. Uh, but, but before we do that, um, let's talk about maybe some of the other uh, funding that you guys uh, will get. Uh, do you reach out to other organizations in order to, to receive grants? Uh, how does that How does that process work? Because I think you know, I think a lot of people think that you know uh, the Fox Four Love Fund. You know, like you're here at it's Fox Four. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, here at Fox Four. You know, the station just gives you a big pile of money and. You know, that's not really the relationship between Fox Four and the Love Fund. While it's a great relationship, it's that, that's it's not, not how it works, honestly, right? That it was set up to protect us. So everybody yeah. knows that media stations get bought and sold, and so when they were setting up the Love Fund, what they decided was to make sure that we were separate. We did not receive any funding from you guys, other than kind of office space and in-kind donation and just this wonderful partnership. But the reason why was because every time if there was a change in management or a change in like the media buyer that um, we might be the first thing on the chopping block. And so to separate that has really protected us. And that's why we've been around for 38 years. And while people don't understand that, we know wholeheartedly, because I think the station's changed like three times since I've been here. <laughs> Five since I've been here. <laughs> um, so we know that that was the best decision. Really smart. And it has really protected us and kept us to be long-standing and sustainable as long as we have been so but I mean. the question yeah. always is where do you get the money uh-huh. um, yeah. and we so we do apply for grants uh, like all good nonprofits we have some wonderful family foundations who have been longtime supporters of us and so we are just so grateful for those family foundations they're kind of the the hidden secret in Kansas City we're a wonderful philanthropic community but individual donations um, we did our first loveathon uh, this Valentine's Day and those donations those viewers those people who send us 50 dollars or send us ten dollars those individual donations are huge and then of course events so we do two major fundraising events every year let's talk about we're about to do our 30th annual golf classic on may 20th um so that's about one of our two big fundraising events that we do and it's we just we're gonna do it at canyon farms this year so it's a really cool private we're in lenexa we're already sold out so already sold out yeah sold out all of our um, teams are, you know, we're done. We've got them. And now we're just looking for cool that's stuff. That's incredible. Because yeah. <laughs> so, if you remember last year, I think we were running commercials, like, up until the Right. Week yeah. So, yeah. Huge turnaround. Really excited. Sold out. We even pushed the event a month earlier. So we're two months ahead of last year. Yeah, we're hoping <laughs> no one will have heat stroke. They won't be dying at the end of June. It's going to be a beautiful right. May day. And excited but it's a great event oh my gosh i've been uh, fortunate to be a part of it uh, for several years and look forward to it yeah. if they'll let me play yeah. uh, look forward <laughs> to it uh, again and what else? what's the other one you're so our one? second event is it's in the bag and it is so much fun it is a used handbag or gently loved as we like to call them purse auction and champagne brunch so we get about 200 to 300 women who come to the embassy suites in olathe and we do a big champagne brunch and then they mobile mobile bidding on their cell phones bid on these handbags and it's so much fun um competitive it is competitive (laughs) Um, and you know we get handbags from dillard's and this year we're getting them from just for her so they're doing a big trade-in event so if you want to come to just for her for free you can bring a gently loved handbag and that will get you in and so we clean all of those up and you know it is a it's a lot of fun we always jokingly say in the office 
we uh, we only give our donors used items. We don't give them to <laughs> our kids. To our kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, they only get new items. But I mean, that, that has, we do a Louis Vuitton raffle. That's always the big the big thing is people want to get in to get that Louis Vuitton, and then our it's in the bag bag, which is a bag filled with treats and presents and uh, things that have been donated in kind throughout the year. And so you never know what's in the bag, and that's one of our big. Uh, raffle ticket pushers that we're going to have this year. So our podcast listeners, if you're going to go to It's in the It's in the Bag, it's in the yes. bag. Uh, you're going to have to deal with Roz. Roz works <laughs> yes. here at Fox 4. <laughs> Roz is a big fan of It's the it's in the Bag. Yeah. And uh, she's been there. It used to be called something different. It used to be formerly known as Lunch with an Old Bag. Yes, that's yes. what it was. Yes. Lunch with an Old Bag. And that one, well, I guess we had to change the name, right? We, yeah, we <laughs> Decided <did. laughs> to change the name. Just keep anyway. it moving forward a little, a little bit nicer. And <laughs> just remember, uh, identify where Roz is in the room, and once you see her, keep an eye on her, all right? Because she's going to be bidding on several bags, right? She does. So those are our two major events. Yeah. Kind of the other stuff that we do is um, we partner with corporations around the metro, and we do drives. So we do two large you know, drives every year. We do a school supply drive and for SAC and for Santa. And so there's different companies around the metro that run internal employee giving drives. And so it's not really like asking the company to sponsor a team or make a donation, but it's putting the onus back on your employees to get involved. And we do it in several different ways. You can ask your employees to fill you know, the entire need for one child, or we put boxes up and we just say, drop stuff in the boxes. And so that is a great way that we've been able to like engage with other companies and serve more children in our community. It all comes back to the individuals. Kansas City is such a loving community and we are here just because they support what we're doing and they want to support their neighbors. And we have really, really wonderful donors. You know, it. Uh, whenever we're around the holidays um, and Sack It for Santa, you, you brought up Sack It for mm-hmm. Santa, um, <clears throat> that's a that is a great program and uh, teens in need and, and you know we we often say on the air that you know sometimes teens forgotten and they really are. Yeah, they really are. Um, but you know you include them in this in this effort for the, the love fund, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. So we did some kind of surveying last year and we asked you know, what age range should we be really be focusing on? And I think last year we actually extended it to 12 to 18 Mm -hmm. because what we found is some of the other agencies might go up to 12, but when the families got there, there might not be things for 12-year-olds. And so we were able to expand that. We um, gave out a little over 1,000 sacks last year. I think our goal this year is 1,500. Every child got a hygiene kit because during that time they're off school for two to three weeks they don't have access they can sometimes get hygiene items in their schools but they don't have access to them when they're out of school and so we gave them a hygiene kit we make sure that they had hat and gloves um, and then obviously fun items so we partnered with Spire Energy to do all of the kind of like basic needs and then the community really came together and donated I mean like drones and headphones and you know, purses and just all sorts of like fun stuff that you would think about with a teenager might want. So it, 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 that is really one of my like favorite events because you just, you really get to see the community come together and care about these children. And then when we follow up with the case managers, a lot of what we hear is this is the only gift that child got this year, or this child has never received a holiday gift before. This is the only thing they got. And so you know that it's making a difference. I mean, that's really those formative years where, you know, our teens are going through so much. And we, mm-hmm. as we already know, there's a lot happening with them. 
Um, if there's a little bit that we can do to make a difference in their lives, we want to make sure that we're doing that. Allison Summers is the executive director of the Fox 4 Love Fund for Children. Veronica Champion is the development coordinator. Um, let's talk about uh, what are some of the other events. So you've talked about the two big events. Um, is there another event that's coming up here? Any new events that you might be working on, maybe not for this year, but maybe even in the future that we could probably mention here? Well, our 40th anniversary is actually coming up. In 2021. What are you going to do for the 40th anniversary? Something huge, right? I mean, I think we have to do something to blow it out of the park because 40 years is incredible. I mean, that's that's something to be celebrated and something that the all of Kansas City should be proud of. So stay tuned, right? Stay tuned. Yeah. I know we've been partnering with the team upstairs at Fox 4, and mm-hmm. they have some great ideas, and so we're just excited to see well, what I comes I mean, out of that. Yeah, it's going to be a, you know, because you guys, you guys have partnered with lots of cool organizations, like I think the Chiefs, we did uh, the, the, the Chiefs and the Thanksgiving around there. That is such a wonderful event for strong. all of the Love Fund kids, yeah, you know? The so Chiefs ambassadors and Love Fund kids all get together and share a Thanksgiving meal, which is awesome. Yeah, so we do that every year with the Chiefs Ambassadors and the Kansas City Chiefs, as long as they're not traveling. Yep. Um, <laughs> Strouds caters it, which is wonderful, and it's just a fun event. We had the anchors out, do photo booth. We played Simon Says. You can tell which Chiefs players has kids um, <laughs> and who's good at that. We also do a shopping event with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Kansas City Chiefs Ambassadors. Um, we take kids to Walmart, and they these are children that are unaccompanied minors, which means that they're not living with their primary guardian. So they're either homeless or living with, like, grandparents or, you know, friends' couches, friends couches mm-hmm. or aunts and uncles. Um, but we don't really fully know their situation, just that they're unaccompanied minors, and they're not going to receive, you know, Christmas that year. And so we take them to Walmart. They get to go shopping with a Chiefs player and some volunteers and – you know, some kids love the gift part of it. Some kids love getting to meet their heroes. You know, it's just a really, really fun, feel-good event because it makes a difference in these kids' lives. So someone who's listening to this podcast right now is likely to be a Fox 4 viewer, and they're listening on their headphones or maybe on their smart speaker or something like that, and they might be wondering, you know, this, this, this love fund sounds pretty good, but I'm just a, one individual here. How can one person make a difference in a child's life through the Love Fund? Oh, huge. There's there's a lot of ways. There's a huge, (laughs) yeah. Um, One thing that we started is our monthly giving program. If you give $10 a month, by the end of the year, you will have given enough to fulfill a child's case. So you could be a child's hero by doing that, and that's something where you can set it up and never think of it again, and it will always happen. You can come to our events. Come to our kickball tournament. That's June 15th. That's going to be a blast. Come to Give and Partake Party. That's next Thursday and going to be so much fun. April 25th, right? April 25th from 530 to 730s and be free donuts. There's going to be a raffle, you know. Courtesy of? Courtesy Donutology, yeah. We're doing donuts for dollars, so you have to make a a little donation and then you get some donuts. You know what's really cool? A nice little touch here. Uh, There was blue on one of these donuts, and what does that mean? So that's for Autism Speaks. Uh, Donutology this month has special puzzle piece donuts, and if you buy them, $3 goes to Autism Speaks. And at the Love Fund, we love all of the organizations in Kansas City. We always say where their missions end, ours begin, and we get to partner with them. And so we are always supporting our friends and our sister charities charities who are working hard to make sure that Kansas City is the best city to live in. I know you guys are always looking uh, ahead, and you probably 
probably have already, when well, you've set your goals for 2019, but let's talk about what your goals are for this year, 2019. What are you guys, you know, who are you hoping to reach? How many kids? Um, how, how are you doing with connections? Tell us about some of that, what you plan to do here in the rest yeah. of 2019. So our, like most, our upcoming thing is our Back to School Bash. We're partnering with the Jackson County Sheriff's Office. That event is going to be August 10th at the Independence Event Center. But all through the month of like June and July, we're going to be partnering with CVS, Johnny's Tavern, and local businesses to collect school supplies for that event. And so if you're interested, stop by one of those places or contact us to you know run your own drive. But at that event, we're actually going to be giving out backpacks and school supplies to 5,000 children. Um, it's a huge... 5,000? Yes. It's a huge increase for us, but we're really excited. And part of that is all thanks to the generous donation that we received from Fox 4, who wants to be a millionaire, Pat McGonigal. Um, it's just... It's been life-changing for us this year, and so we want to pour it back into the community. And so we met with the sheriff's office, and we were kind of thinking, like, oh, like two or 3,000. And he was like, five. Let's do five. And we're like, okay, we're on board. We're going to do five. We're doing 5,000 backpacks this year. <laughs> um, but that's something, like you said, the individual person, they can get involved with that. I mean, they can go to their company and say, hey, can we put a box in our lobby and have employees drop off school supplies? Or they can do a wine night with their friends and ask their friends to bring some school supplies and make it really easy. Or donate $40, fills a kid's backpack, gets them everything they need. So there's lots of fun ways that you can get involved. Um, at our kickball tournament, if the teams bring a backpack with school supplies, they get a runner on first to start off the game. Um, so, like, really easy stuff. Like, we just – you can get it's like mulligans in golf, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, that, so that's kind of our school supply drive. Our assistance request, which is our really our, um, that's our daily request of families needing, you know, those unmet needs. So clothing, shoes, beds, bedding, specialty medical equipment, camps. Um, we're hoping to do 500 children this year. I think we're on track. I think we've done 124 so far. Um, so we still have a ways to go, but we're really excited about that. And the average case is around $120, which is why Veronica spoke to the $10 a month. Okay. Um, so obviously there's cases that are more, there's cases mm -hmm. that are less, but really that $120 is about the average. Um, so that will get a kid clothing and shoes and things like that. Um, and then um, there's so much going on. So it's yeah. one of those well, things. Let's go back to the $100,000 from Who Wants uh -huh. to Be a Millionaire, the biggest donation in Love Fund history, the single biggest single donation, biggest right? Donation. Single biggest donation. And I was so excited when I heard so that 100 <laughs> I bet you were. <laughs> I bet you were. Um, what, what's happened to that money now, and, and what how, how have you been able to use that money early on in 2019 to help kids? Yeah, so that money has really helped us been able to expand our programming. So... We're still doing our assistance request, our school supply drive, and sack it for Santa. Um, but we see where we can expand with school supply drive and really, you know, push ourselves to reach that five th those five thousand children. Um, we are doing. We're partnering with the sheriff's office office to do a teal pumpkin event. So they do a an event around Halloween where children with food allergies can come and get non-food items and so we're providing hats and gloves at that event because we know that's such a necessity um we're doing we're looking at doing some more car seat and safe sleep events so partnering with safe kids to do that we're doing the easter egg event this weekend and so it really is just 
expanding what we're able to do, but still staying true to our mission and really helping those children that we know need assistance in our community. So for us, it's all about putting it back into the community. Volunteers, do you guys need volunteer help at, uh, for events? Always. We got to have somebody out there checking on our golfers in and somebody to help us package all those purses. We have um, uh, and all the backpacks. Back, Our school supply driver in our sack at Versanta is a crazy time. We usually have about 50 volunteers a day for three days, and they are doing like four-hour shifts of packing all of those backpacks and making sure all of those presents are organized and so always volunteers. We love people who have big hearts and want to give their time. Last couple questions here, uh, and I'll start with you, Allison, here. Yeah. Why are you here working at the Love Fund for Children? So I actually got involved with Love Fund as a funder. So I volunteered on the Bacchus Foundation, and I was the beneficiary selection chair. And that first year, we selected Love Fund as our beneficiary and I kind of fell in love with one of our former staff members Katie McMullen yeah who's at the Royals now Mm -hmm. and um, I just loved her and I moved away actually and moved to Oklahoma City and was working with St. Jude and I stayed in contact with Katie just because I loved what Love Fund was doing and uh, when she was leaving she kind of reached out to me and I had always said I just go back to this moment we were at um JJ's after had reopened and my dad was there and Katie was there and we were doing a little happy hour and I was like this is Katie McMullen she works for the love fund I was like I want to work for love fund one day and so she called me and she said did you really mean that when you said that two years ago and I was like I did I love what you guys are doing I, I love seeing that what I do every day and the effort that I put into it really makes a difference in our community and in our children's lives and she was like okay well I want you to meet our board and so I just fell in love and then we had been looking for a while, and Veronica and I briefly met at um, a junior league event, and she randomly reached out, and I, I was just, I like fell in love, and I felt like our, we have such good, good relationship and like good vision and mission of the organization, and that's all thanks to our board leadership and different things like that. But I mean, it just, I see the great things that the Love Fund is doing and where we're headed, and I'm excited to be a part of it. What about you, Veronica? Oh, I picked the love fun. <laughs> I was working in nonprofit consulting, and I was ready to throw my weight behind one organization instead of 16 organizations. And so I scoured Kansas City. I looked at all the different nonprofits that we had, and the love fund spoke to me. The fact that it's if you're a child and you have a need, they want to help, that's, that's what I want. Um, and so I kind of cold emailed Allison and sent her my resume and said, I don't even know if you're hiring. I don't know if you'll ever even need anyone, but I want to be a part of what you do. Let me know. And she emailed me back and said, let's go, let's go have coffee. Let's meet. And that was it. I've been here ever since. I love it. I'm never going, not going back. This is, this is the spot that I'm supposed to be. And we are, we're growing. We're, um, I mean, from 2,000 to 7,000, that's a a huge jump between one year, and I don't see us slowing down anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, and when I started, we, you know, it was just one of those things where no one had been in the position for a while, and the board in Fox 4 was keeping the Love Fund alive, and I can confidently say that I see us being around for 40 more years. Absolutely. You know, that's how that's how all these charities and nonprofits start, right? They start with something, somebody's idea, right? And they start small, and boy, it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And guys, we can't thank you, Allison and Veronica. We thank both of you for uh, being with the Love Fund, because I know you guys have a passion uh, and, and believe in it so much. And we do, too. 
because uh, we see it here at Fox 4, and we like to share those stories as much as we can uh, on the air. So great to see you guys. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for coming in, and keep us updated on what's happening with the Love Fund, we all right? Will. Oh, and by the way, we should be remiss here. If you'd like to reach out to the Love Fund, all right, there's a simple website to do that, right? It's Fox 4, the number 4, lovefund.org. Fox4lovefund.org. There you go. All right, Allison, Veronica, Thanks thank for you guys. Us. Thanks for being here on Signal Hill. Oh, by the way, we have don't you guys brought donuts too, Absolutely. all right. Mike, they brought donuts. Woo! Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.